Hi folks, you're listening to episode 1 of the 59th Minute FPL podcast, hosted by myself, the FPL General. I'm recording on Tuesday the 20th of February, so we're in the middle of the the two-week break with we had the FA Cup game, so looking forward to getting back on it now in game week 28 this weekend. Um, before I start, I just want to give a shout out to FPL Hound for the for the name suggestion on the podcast. So, it took me a couple of weeks to come up with a to finally put a name to this rather than just calling it the Generals Podcast. So, thanks thanks to the FPL Hound for that. So the the 50, 59th minute, really a really good suggestion. And as soon as I seen it, I was pretty sure I was going to go with that one. So, there's nothing worse in FPL than when when your player gets hauled off after playing just fifty nine minutes, especially if they're a a defender and, and they miss out on the clean sheet point so that's the idea behind the name to follow the name i'm hoping to get some graphics soon as well and then the final step will be to start getting some guests on as well because i don't want it to just be me uh, spilling on every week about my team i want to add add some high high caliber guests so hopefully in the next couple of weeks i'll i'll, I'll get on that in this episode I, first of all, I'm going to look back to game week 27 just briefly. It seems like a long time ago now. Then I'll move on to, I'm going to look ahead to game week 31, blank game week 31, first of all. Um, so we know now the fixtures after the FA Cup games. So I've, I've drawn up a watch list of the players that I'm looking at for blank game week 31. And I've also drawn up a bit of a, a battle plan this week of, of my plan for the next couple of weeks in preparation for blank game week 31. So I'll discuss that in, in a bit of detail as well. I then look at, come back and look at this weekend, the upcoming game week 28. I look at what transfers I'm possibly going to make, look at captaincy options, and I'll finish off answering a few questions I got today on social media. So first of all, just a brief look back at game week 27. So it was a pretty high scoring game week. The average, I think, was 61, which was a high, I'm pretty sure it was the highest scoring game week this season so far. I managed to get 90 points without owning Aguero, so pretty tough for that. Gave me a green arrow. Um, I'm now ranked 1,709th overall, so it's the highest rank I've had at any point this season, so very happy. To be in this position at this stage of the season so it's a good platform to build on um, I've finished in the top 500 twice before so I've got my, my set side on that again now so initially my plan at the beginning of the season was a top 10,000 finish but being in the position I am now I'm going to aim a little bit higher for the for the rest of the season and try and get a, a top 500 top 500 finish hopefully so Gaming 27 was a success. A captain, Salah, for the third time running, he got me 26 points. Firmino did the business as well alongside him. I didn't have Aguero, as I said. He scored four goals, but I did have De Bruyne and Sterling, who got... De Bruyne got a hat-trick of assists, and Sterling got a goal as well, so that kind of softened the blow for me in terms of Aguero. Um, Ogbonna, somehow... Finally got me a clean sheet. He came off my bench, I think, for, for Alonso, who didn't play. So, miracles do occur. Ogbonna got me a clean sheet, finally. Kane, six points. Apart from that, um, Shakiri did the business as well. So, all in all, 90 points, green arrow, and sitting now at a nice rank of 1,700 overall. Moving on to blank game week 31 now. So, all the talk 
this week is people are not really talking about this weekend game week 28 everyone's talking about blank game week 31 now because we know what the fixtures are and it's it's time that it's time now to start planning we're at the business end of the season and this is where we'll see the cream cream rising to the top so it's worth putting in a bit of time to to study the fixtures the blanks and the doubles coming up because it can make all the difference it can it can make the difference in winning your mini leagues or whatever your 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 plan your goal is I say it every week. If you're not following him already on Twitter at Ben Crellin, he's got a brilliant spreadsheet which just takes the stress out of blank game weeks and double game weeks. He explains it all, and if you if you spend a bit of time studying his spreadsheet, you can't really go wrong. So follow at Ben Crellin on Twitter, and he'll keep you right. So in terms of blank game week thirty one, what we know is we've got four fixtures. It looks like there's only going to be four fixtures, which will be Liverpool against Watford. Stoke against Everton, Bournemouth against West Brom and Huddersfield against Crystal Palace. So Spurs have got a replay with Rochdale but it's at Wembley. You'd expect Spurs to win that one so Spurs probably won't play either in game week 31. So we're looking at four fixtures. Not very appealing teams apart from Liverpool really. So my plan, um, my current situation is Looking at those four fixtures, I've currently only got four players for Blank Game Week 31. So I've got Salah, Firmino, Callum Wilson and Shakiri. So four players who should play. I have John Joe Kenny as well, but he's unlikely to play for Everton because I'd expect Coleman to come back in there. But I'm going to hold on to Kenny anyway, just in the slight hope that he that he may play in Game Week 31. Loftus-Cheek as well, but he's a long-term injury, so I'm not really counting him. So I've got four players at, at present and I've got five free transfers between now and then because I saved the transfer in game week 27 so using my free transfers between now and game week 31 I can get to nine players plus Kenny for game week 31 that's without taking any hits so I'm gonna I'll talk a little bit about the players I'm looking at now for game week 31 um, and I'll talk a little bit about my my battle plan now it's not a plan that's set in stone it can change it has to be flexible but i'll i'll tell you where i'm at 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 the moment so as i said the teams that are playing it's not very it's not very attractive um, apart from liverpool so we're going to probably have a bit of a template most of us are going to have the same players going into game week 31 so i get asked a lot on on twitter how many players um how many players should we aim to have for the blank game week um, and eight's a number that usually comes into my head um, especially when the fixtures are not very appealing I'd be quite comfortable going in with eight players obviously if you can get to 11 great but don't cost yourself too many points to do so um, you've got plenty of time between now and then to, to get in some more players for for the blank but yeah I'd be quite happy with eight eight or nine going in going in um, to the blank I mean as I said, most people are going to have the same players. The scoring is probably going to end up being pretty similar. We're all probably going to captain Salah for for the blank. Um, and when when you look back on it, the people who go in with eight players up against those who go in with eleven players, it's probably going to not be a huge difference in scoring, even with those extra few players, just because of the fixtures. Um, so yeah, eight's a number I'd be quite happy to go with. I'm hoping to get nine or ten, hopefully. Um, I'm I'm probably unlikely to have eleven looking at it at this point at this point in time. 
something else as well before I before I go into the players I'm looking at. So I've got a watch list now, which is very much focused on the players who will play in game week 31. Um, but that doesn't mean you should rule out player bringing in players this week or next week who don't play in game week 31 because you've got the likes of Leicester and Spurs who've got really good fixtures in the next three game weeks. Um, and the likes of Vardy, Mares, Eriksen, for example, those three players could easily outscore a blank game week 31 player um, but in three game weeks as your blank player would in four game weeks. So don't don't get blinkered by the blank and, and don't bring in players just because they're playing in game week 31. Um, uh, that's three good examples, Vardy, Mares, and Eriksen. Really good fixtures, so don't ignore them um, just because you want to fill up your squad with players who play in game week 31. So my my watch list, I'll go through the eight teams and I'm just going to mention the players that I'm looking at for game week 31. I'm not going to go into any detail about them, I'm just going to list them out, the players I'm, I'm thinking about. So for Liverpool, first of all, I already own Salah and Firmino. Um, and the players that... Are, interest me then big time are Van Dijk and Mane um, it's probably going to be one of those two to, to become my third Liverpool player I'll talk about them a little bit later others there worth a mention are Karius and goal if you're looking for a goalkeeper he's, he's, he's pretty nailed on now I think he's 4.8 million so he could be a good option for the next couple of weeks and he plays in the blank Robertson as well at left back I just have a slight worry that that Moreno may get some game time because Moreno was having a good season before he got it, got injured. Um, so that's probably enough for me to go for Van Dijk over Robertson as a Liverpool defender. Everton next. I As I said, I have Kenny. I don't really have much hope of him playing. The others worth mentioning are Pickford, Theo Walcott, uh, Sigurdsson and Nias. If Nias can keep starting up front, he, he's, he could be a really good option for the blank. Um, Everton plays Stoke in the blank game week so more than likely I'm going to be looking to bring in Pickford over the next couple of weeks um, as a replacement for Pope who's probably going to lose his place to Heaton soon um, and I'm very likely as well to get in one of Walcott or Sigurdsson but it, it, it won't be a move I'll make this week I want to play it a bit, uh, play that one out a bit longer and, and assess those two over the next week or two uh, one thing to mention about Everton I would avo- I'd probably avoid Cuco Martina, who's been playing left back, uh, he's been playing left back for quite a quite a while now because Baines has been out injured. But Baines is due back soon, so Martina could easily lose his place. So it's it's a bit of a risky move, I think, to, to get Martina. So I would probably just avoid him. Stoke, I've already got Shakiri, and nobody else really appeals to me apart from maybe Bauer, the defender. But again, that's one that I wouldn't probably make until game week thirty one. Um, I don't really want Stoke players, uh, a Stoke player like Bauer between now and then because of their fixtures. Bournemouth then, I've got Callum Wilson. I'll be keeping him. I'm hoping he can come. He's he's been pretty disappointing. He got he did well against Chelsea, but he's been pretty disappointing apart from that. But hopefully, between now in the blank and in the blank, he can he can do do the business. Other Bournemouth players I'm interested in are Charlie Daniels. Uh, Jordan Ibe and Stanislas. If Stanislas can stay fit over the next few weeks, I'll definitely be looking at him. Ibe, I'm not so sure about. He was taken off, I think, around 57th minute at the weekend. So I don't really like players who don't play close to 90 minutes. So I'll see how he goes over the, the next couple of weeks. 
Huddersfield next up. Um, I don't own any Huddersfield players. I don't really intend to bring any of them in. But I, I will keep an eye on it, some of them over the next couple of weeks. Lawsell, the goalkeeper. Schindler, centre-back. Uh, Pritchard was pretty impressive in game week 27. And Mooney, obviously, I think he scored twice in game week 27. So just, just keeping an eye on them. I don't really see myself bringing any of them in, but they're on the watch list for, for game week 31. Crystal Palace, don't really have any interest there either. Milivojevic obviously takes penalties. He scores... A couple of, he scored a couple from open play as well. He's cheap. So if you're like me and you need a, a Loftus-Cheek replacement, um, Millie could be the one to go for. Zaha is on the watch list as well. He's injured at the minute, but I'm going to keep an eye. If he can get back in the team before the blank, he's, he's definitely one to keep an eye on as well. Watford, again, there's just not, not much appeals to me. Um especially with the fact that they're playing Liverpool, so you're not really expecting much from them in Game Week 31. Delafeu and Richarlison are the only two on the watch list at the moment from Watford. So again, just going to see how they get on in the run-up to the blank and then make a decision then, but unlikely because I don't really expect Watford to do anything against Liverpool in the blank. Last but not least, West Brom, the team that spend, uh, to go to Barcelona and rob taxis. I mean... Again, bottom of the table. They just look doomed, so I'm not going to be bringing any any West Brom players just because they play in the blank game week. Definitely not until game week 31 at least. The only ones I would be interested in are Dawson. He's he's got a good goal threat from from defence. He's got a good record of, I think he got four goals in one season. Um, And when you watch West Brom highlights, he's always there, thereabouts at corners and set pieces. The other one, uh, I don't really, I never thought I'd ever have this guy on my watch list, but I've put him on today, Rondon. He's, his stats have been good since since Pardew took over. Um, again, I wouldn't be bringing him in until game week 31. I'm going to keep an eye, see how he goes. Sturridge is injured. I mean, water's wet, so, and Rodriguez may have a ban upcoming. I know he's appealing it, so, Rondon could well be nailed on for blank game week 31 and they're playing Bournemouth who don't really, not very very good defensively this season so for a one week punt if you're going to wildcard game week 32, I mean why not get Rondon in for one week and that could be the week that he surprises us all and gets a hat-trick. So again that's the watch list, again I already mentioned the players as well who are not playing in 31 who I'm also thinking about, the likes of Vardy, Mahrez and Eriksson so again the important thing is not to get blinkered by the blank game week and consider all players even if they're not playing in the blank. Just double checking that. So I mentioned uh, that we're going to probably have a bit of a template for the blank game week. Um, what I'm looking at is probably three Liverpool players. I've got Shakiri, I've got Wilson. Probably going to get one of Theo or Siggy. I'm going to probably get Pickford as well. And I'm looking at a Bournemouth defender as well. I know I just said they don't defend very well, but I'll talk a little bit soon about one of their players that I'm looking at. So that would be eight players. Um, so I'd have another transfer then to get another one. And then I have the option if I want to take a few hits as well to, to get in a few extra to get me closer to 11 players. I should already have mentioned by now that I've already used my free hit chip. So I don't know what game week it was, but I used it on New Year's Day at about... 
10.45, 45 minutes before the deadline in a hungover state. My team just, all I could see was red flags and yellow flags. So I used my free head in game week. I don't know what game week it was. It was New Year's Day. I ended up uh, 23 points better off for my free hit than I would have been if I didn't use it. So I can't really evaluate how successful that was until the end of the season um, when I compare it to people maybe who played it in, in the blank game weeks. So I don't have a free hit, so obviously I can't consider it for blank game week 31 or any other stage. What I would say is if you still have your free hit chip, I would... I would probably be holding it for blank game week 35 rather than, than uh, game week 31. The reason being is the fixtures in 31 are not very appealing and you've got four game weeks between now and then to get in a few more uh, players. So I would probably I would probably hold off on it until game week 35, which comes just after a double game week. Um, and you're, you're going to have much better teams to choose from as well in, in blank game week 35 so there's probably better gains to be made then than in, in game week 31 so I'm not going to talk too much about free head as I said because I don't have it anymore and another thing is I'm not looking any further ahead now than game week 31 because I'm going to wildcard probably in game week 32 so I'm not even thinking about the double game weeks or blank game weeks yet so I, I mean at the later blank game week because I don't need to until a wild card in game week thirty two, and then I can think about um, the the big the two double game weeks and game week thirty five as well. Anytime I think about blank game week thirty five, I get I get a bit panicky because I don't have a I don't have a free hit to use, which would obviously make it a lot easier. But I'm not going to worry about it yet. I'm going to focus on the next uh, four or five game weeks, and then I'll worry about how I'm going to navigate uh, thirty four, thirty five onwards. Um, once we get blank game week 31 over and done with and I play my wild card most likely game week 32 something else um, it's important as well when you're making transfers um, in the run up to blank game week 31 a lot of you if you've brought players in early and their value's gone up um, you're going to have value tied up in them so you need to bear in mind that if you sell a player now and you want to get him back again after the blank game week that it's going to cost you more money so sterling's an example of that i got sterling at 8 million and now he's worth 9 million so i mean i can sell him for 8.5 but if i want to get him back then for example on the wild card i'm going to have to pay 9 million for him so just don't forget that if you're selling the player that it could cost you more to get him back so in my case sterling i'm i'm probably going to just hold on to him because i'm happy to keep him and i don't want to have to buy him back later for more money if i want to get him back so just keep that in mind bear that in mind as well moving on now from the watch list i I've, i drew up a bit of a battle plan this week for uh, for the next couple of weeks now as i said it's not set in stone with any with any uh, fpl planning you need to be prepared to change it because any day things can change injuries come out of nowhere uh, fixtures can change things like that so Always be flexible in your plans. Don't be set in stone. Um, be prepared for the expect the unexpected. So just a, a very basic plan. I'll, I'll, I'll read it out first and then I may talk about it a little more. So I, I'm going into game week 28 now with two free transfers. Um, and what I'm looking at at the moment is it's going to be def- uh, shaking up my defence a wee bit because I'm quite happy with my midfield and attack. Um, 
Firmino and Wilson have got up front, so I'm happy to keep them because they're playing in, in 31. I'm, I'm not I'm not selling Kane. Midfield then, I've got De Bruyne, Salah, Sterling, Shaqiri. No need to sell any of them either. So it's it's defence and goalkeeper that I need uh, I need to do some surgery on in the next week or two. So what I'm looking at for game week 28 is Ogbonna to Daniels and Alonso to Van Dijk. So Daniel, Daniels and Van Dijk both play in, in 31. Um, but Daniels also has a good fixture in 28. So I'd like to have him for that one if I was getting him for 30, uh, 31. So I'd rather to get the two good fixtures out of him rather than just one. I owned him earlier in the season and he did well for me. And he's, He seems to be a player that I turn to at this stage every season. Um, he's, he's, he's quite an enjoyable fantasy asset to him because he gets forward quite a lot. So if I do bring Daniels in this week, hopefully he can he can get something for me. In game week twenty eight, and I'll, I'll use him then in game week thirty one as well. Alonso, um, I'm looking at Alonso out to Van Dyke. Alonso has two very tough fixtures coming up, and he also blanks as well. So I think we can go. I think we can go without him for the next four game weeks, um, and then get him back on the thirty two wild card if need be. So I haven't one hundred percent made up my mind whether I'm going to get rid of him yet or not because. Jones has picked up an injury as well. I've cursed Jones. I cursed uh, cursed Christensen first, and now I've cursed Jones by bringing him in for Christensen. So if we get more news before the weekend and Jones is not going to play, I'll just do Ogbonna to Daniels and I'll do Jones to Van Dyke rather than Alonso, and I'll just keep Alonso. Um, as I record, Chelsea are playing Barcelona in the Champions League, and Alonso has started in that game. So we know he's fit again. I know it's he's got tough fixtures, but Alonso can can get the points against anyone because he's a, he's a big goal threat. So that's the plan. Initial plan for game week 28 is, is those two transfers. Then it would be game week 29, the goalkeeper move. So it would be Pope to Pickford. So Pick, I'm looking at Pickford um, as a three-week uh, three thing because he's got decent fixtures in the run-up to the blank game week as well. I know a lot of people on Twitter have been saying to me I wouldn't recommend getting Pickford because he's been, he's been awful, but... I'd rather not look backwards on what Pickford's done. I'm kind of look. I'd be kind of hopeful of what he can do in the next couple of weeks. So I wouldn't let what he's done in the la- in in the last couple of weeks put me off what he might possibly do in the coming weeks. Um, when I look at fixtures over the three weeks over 29, 30, and thirty one, Pickford's the standout option for me. Um, obviously, Carius is a good option as well. But I'm going to already have three Liverpool players, so that's why I'm, I'm going to opt for Pickford. Um, so that'll be. That's my plan for game week 29, Pope to Pickford. So that's already, that would be three more players for the blank. Game week 30 then, I would like I would like to bank the transfer because then going into the to 31, I would have two free transfers and I've had, I would have had more time to analyze the players on my watch list and then make two transfers for the blank, bringing in two more players and possibly even a, another one or two as well for a hit or two. So then, as I mentioned, after the blank, the plan would be to, to wildcard in game week 32, uh, just to clear out the deadwood then that I've, I've brought in for game week 31. Um, game week 32, I think it goes into, it's the beginning of an international break as well, so it's always a nice time to wildcard. Gives you plenty of time to play around with things um, and maybe even make a, a bit of value as well. I know that's a bit over, it doesn't happen very often, but you, you might get something out of it. 
so that's the initial plan as i said i'm not looking any further ahead yet because i'll, I'll just do that when i when it comes to wildcard and i don't really need to look at the double game weeks 34 and 37 yet until i wildcard so that's the initial plan um, as i say it's only tuesday now so that could change between now and the weekend um but, but follow me on twitter at fpl general to stay up to date with with what my moves are next on the agenda i'm going to come back now i'm going to leave i know it feels strange talking so much about a, a a game week that's that's four or five game weeks away um i'm going to come back now and talk a little bit about this game week 28 before i wrap things up transfers i've already mentioned my plan so at the moment it looks like it'll be Ogbonna to daniels and either alonso or jones to van dyke for for two free transfers van dyke um, I had a lot of questions on Twitter about um, whether to go for Van Dijk or Mane. A lot of people have that op that choice to make as a third Liverpool player because a lot of us already have Salah and Firmino. And it's something I, I put a poll up during the week as well. Uh, which player should I go for, Van Dijk or Mane? Because that's the two I want to get. And I want to choose one of them as my third player. Um, and initially I was kind of thinking, after Mane's hat-trick in the Champions League, I was thinking, you know what, I'd like to triple up on the Liverpool attack. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm edging now towards Van Dijk. Um, I've always been a big fan of Van Dijk. Um, I watched a lot of him when he was at Celtic. He was a big... He's always scored goals. He's a huge threat um, from set pieces. Um, and I, I think Van Dijk could easily outscore Manny um, over the next four game weeks. Um, if he can get one goal over the next four game weeks and he can get a couple of clean sheets... He'd be, he'd be well up there with Manny, even if Manny gets a, a goal or two. So that's what I'm edging towards. It's a Liverpool spine for my for, for Blank Game Week 31. Hurts me to say that as a Man U fan, but um, that's the way things go in FPL. you gotta you got to bring in the players that are going to get the points. So I'm looking at a Van Dijk, Salah, Firmino, spine. That's my... So that's the transfers covered captaincy then for game week 28 it's it's a straight shootout this week really between Mo Salah and Harry Kane looking at the captaincy poll today on fantasy football scout those two are miles ahead so it's a it's it's pretty close between the two of them though Um I own both of them Salah's home to West Ham and Kane is away to Crystal Palace so both really really good captaincy options and it's important to make the right call, I think, on this one. You'd expect both of them to do well, but it is a tough one. I haven't really given it much thought yet. My I've captained Salah the last three weeks in a row, and he's delivered for me every single week. So more than likely, I'm just going to leave the armband on Salah because he's been producing the goods for me. And, and watching him, he's just he's just phenomenal. The, the amount of chances he gets... Um, he, he could score a hat-trick every game he plays if he, if he was a bit more clinical. Um, so more than likely, I'm just going to go with Salah for the fourth game week in a row for the captaincy um, against West Ham. I'd expect Liverpool to win that by a couple of goals. I would expect him to get three or four in that game. Um, so yeah, Kane, Kane's got Palace away. So again, he's a really good option as well. As I say, it's there's very little between those two this week and you can't really go wrong. Um, given the armband to either of them but I'm just edging towards Salah at the moment I mean that could change between now and the weekend but if I had to call it right now it would be on, on Mo to finish up I'm going to 
I'm going to just take a few, uh, answer a few of the questions I got today on Twitter mainly. The first one um, was from Bond Wens. It was again Van Dyke or Manny. So the same question I'm, I'm looking to answer myself this week, and I've explained it already. So I'm edging towards Van Dyke at the moment. Um, Manny is a great option as well. My only worry is that he he won't play. He probably won't play ninety minutes in every game where Van Dyke probably will. Um, Lalana's back now as well. Uh, Oxley Chamberlain's there, so there's a lot of competition in midfield for Liverpool. Um, and we've seen already this season that Manny was taken off quite early in quite a lot of games, so that just puts me off him a little bit as well. So more than likely, I'm going to go with Van Dyke, and hopefully, he can get us a couple of goals as well. Next question is from Justin Dye. Who is the next defender I will curse? So. Anyone who follows me will know that, obviously, I've had Hazard troubles this season. Then I got in Christensen and had a nightmare with him as well, with him getting taken off early every week and missing out in clean sheets and then getting injured. Then I replaced Christensen with Phil Jones. I haven't got any clean sheets from him. Injured again, just an absolute nightmare. So... Which defender am I going to curse next? Well, it it, it could be it could be Van Dijk because he's the one I'm going to bring in this week. So, if you, if you're following my cursing of players, maybe you want to avoid Van Dijk and go for Mane. So, let's see how that pans out. Guarantee him, uh, Van Dijk goes and scores an own goal now this weekend. Stick a few bob on it. Next question is from Andrew Scott. He's asking should he go should he go Sterling to Mares? given that Marius has really good fixtures and Sterling has a pretty tough run. So I already mentioned I own I own Sterling and I'm pretty happy to keep him. He's been he's been he's been amazing really in fancy this season. He's been very, very consistent. Um and I'm not really ready to get rid of him yet, even though City have tough fixtures. I'm quite happy to keep him and play him in those because the way City are playing they're they're one of the best Premier League teams I've seen um play. I mean, again, that kills me to say it as a United fan, but they've been superb this season. And I'm happy to play the likes of Sterling and De Bruyne against anyone in the Premier League. So I'm I'm not going to be doing the Sterling to Mares move. Mares is a really good option with his fixtures, but there is still that worry after everything that's happened with him wanting to get away from the club. Is his head going to be in it? Um, is Claude Puel going to play him every week? I mean, more than likely he is, but there is always the chance that he might take him off early and things like that. But that's enough for me kind of to avoid Mares. Um I, I kind of I feel like I missed out on his points probably during January. I didn't bring him in in January because I said in one of my earlier podcasts that I didn't want to bring in a player who might not be at the club come the end of the month. But that, it didn't pan out that way, and he, he obviously did very well for people who brought him in. But for me, I'm not interested in doing the Sterling to Mares move. And again, for me as well, it's I've got a lot of value tied up in Sterling, so that probably sways me a wee bit in that decision as well. But as I said earlier, don't rule out the likes of Mares, Vardy as well. I've never had a good time with Vardy in FPL. I've always missed out on his points. Um, one of those players like Hazard that just doesn't seem to work out for me when I bring him in, so I'm not really interested in him either. But I think he has got five and five in all competitions now, so he is a, he is a really good option. Next question is from, I just have Martin down here, um, 
bench boost in should be bench boost in 34-37. As I said, I haven't really thought about those yet because I'm gonna wait till a wild card before I plan for the for the double game weeks. But more than likely, uh, I'll be a wild card in 32, then bench boost 34, and probably hold the triple captain until 37. But I could flip that. I may uh, triple captain in 34 and bench with 37 just just depends how the fixtures play out and things like that as i said i haven't really studied that yet because i'm i'm not looking that far ahead yet last question is from from quite a few people actually um for the people who own aguero they're asking me should they do aguero to firmino now i don't own aguero um i already have firmino so it's it's a move it's a it's a move I probably wouldn't like to have to think about. Um, obviously, Aguero's been on fire, four goals in in game week twenty seven. So it's very very hard to to let go of a player who's been playing that well and, and doing the, doing the damage. Um, obviously, Aguero's fixtures get a little bit harder now as well. Um, and Firmino's got a, a decent run and he plays in in the blank. So. It's probably about getting the timing right on that transfer. Um, I'm just trying to think what I would do if it was me, if I had Aguero and I didn't have Firmino. I think I probably would do it this week. Um, now might be the time you've got Aguero's points. Now might be the right time to hop off him. Um, he's played a lot of football recently and, and Jesus is close to a comeback as well. So... Again, don't don't take my word. Don't go and sell Aguero now just because I said it. Because you know how good he is and what he can do, even though he's got tough fixtures. Um, that is a really really tough decision for managers to make this week, whether to go Aguero to Firmino. And as I say, I'm just I'm kind of glad I don't have. I'm not in that situation. Um, but I've I've been very happy with Firmino this season. He's been he's been quite consistent for me and making that move as well obviously frees up a lot of funds where you can improve things elsewhere as well so if you're doing it as a combination move where you're improving maybe a five or six million player moving them up to someone like Mares or Ericsson or even like a, an Everton midfielder then yeah I think I probably would do it that's that's enough questions again I, w- I always want to try and keep these podcasts as short as possible rather than rambling on for too long Um the podcast is called the 59th minute and I'm going to make sure that that it never ever runs over 59 minutes just in just as a, as a tribute to those players who, who don't make it to the 60th minute in, in, in the Premier League um, I'm going to shout out those players every week as well I think game week 27 Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain played 59 minutes so well done well done Ox you got one point in FPL anything else I need to cover now before I wrap things up no um, my my mini league I had a look at it today beat the general mini league um, the top 5 managers are all ranked in the top 100 overall so really really impressive so a really competitive league and the winner of the league is going to get a place in my elite 64 mini league for next season so get get entered into that especially if you're doing well i'm going to close i'm going to close it to new entrants in game week 30 because i don't want people jumping in in, uh, in the last couple of game weeks of the season and winning the league so i want to give eight game weeks at the end of the season for those who are at the top to battle it out for a 
for a place in Elite 64. Um, you'll find the link for that on my Twitter account in the cover photo. Um, I'll call it out here as well. It's 24494-7662. So the podcast finally has a name. Um, I've been thinking about is thinking about what direction I want to go with this podcast as well. I don't want it to be just me every week. Um, so I am going to start inviting some guests on. I'm going to probably start with some some of the, the the players who are doing well in Elite 64, some of the some of the best managers in the world, just to get just to get another voice on here. So it's not just um, my opinion every week. Um, just be good to get two two FPL minds bouncing bouncing ideas off each other and things like that. So. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks you'll see you'll you'll hear some guests um alongside me. The podcast is it should be available now on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. Let me know as well if you want me to get it on any other platforms. Um, and as always, all feedbacks welcome. I mean this is this is episode one. I'm calling it episode one because it's the first time it's had a name. Obviously I've done a few more, but. This is just episode one of the 59th minute and hopefully it'll it'll grow and become a, a popular FPL podcast between now and the end of the season and in future seasons as well. So all feedback's welcome. Let me know what you thought about the podcast, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, anything I should add, anything I should change. Um, as I say, all feedback's welcome, positive, negative, um, just to make, look, looking to improve things all the time. Wherever you're listening, uh, give it a like, give it a retweet, leave a comment, um, give it a share, subscribe if you're on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, leave it a review on iTunes as well, be much appreciated. Um, any questions you have as well about Game Week 28, Game Week 31 or even further on, leave me a comment anywhere. Best place is to get me on Twitter but you'll get me everywhere, you get me on Facebook, Instagram, at FPL General as well. You can even leave a comment on SoundCloud or YouTube and even on iTunes as well. I, I, I do look at them all and I'll get back to you at some point before the before the deadline if I can. So yeah, all I'll say is enjoy enjoy the rest of the week. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm actually not gonna see any action in Game Week 28. It's quite frustrating. You you wait two weeks for FPL to come back and then I'm I'm not gonna see anything because. I'm getting married this summer and I've I've got to do a, a pre-marriage course this Saturday for six hours. So think of me on Saturday when you're enjoying the enjoying the FPL action. Um, and on, I've got my fiance's birthday on Sunday as well. And, and she, dinner has been booked um, for two o'clock right when Man U play Chelsea, which is not ideal either. But I guess so, some things are more important in life than FPL. So I'm just going to have to... I'm going to have to do without it this weekend and, and match of the day I'll have to do. So enjoy the rest of your week. Good luck for good luck for game week 28 and, and hit me up on, on social media with any questions you have and any feedback you have as well. Cheerio.